Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the podcast where you will get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts that you buy and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. In this episode, we are going to discuss the important role of maintaining your air system. We're going to talk about what you need to know about air dryers and how to choose the proper cartridge for your truck. There's really two main points that I want to cover today. And the first one is that providing clean and dry airlines to keep you on the road and out of the shop is the job of the air dryer. That air system has to remain clean and you want to keep that air going through the entire system, whether it's through the dryer, through the lines, through the valves, the reservoir tank, all of that. You want to keep that free of moisture and you want to keep that air as clean as possible. Now the air dryer, it's installed between the compressor and the reservoirs and really its job, as I said, is to collect and remove solid, liquid and vapor contaminants before they enter your air brake system and jeopardize the efficiency of your of your truck. Now, more than 40 years ago, Bendix revolutionized commercial vehicles by inventing the air dryer. And they did this to accomplish that goal of providing clean, dry air, keeping the reservoirs from filling up with water, keeping the valves working properly from getting all gummed up and sticking and also preventing the system from freezing if you were working in colder climates. Now, when I started back in 1998, the Bendix 89 air dryer was reigning supreme. It was the most common air dryer used, and it was simple, durable, it held up to four pounds of desiccant, and it was easier to rebuild than its predecessors, the 82 and 84 air dryer. Now, today, there are still two million 89 air dryers in circulation on trucks right now. Did you know that the desiccant inside of the cartridge that keeps the air clean will last for many, many years if it's in a controlled environment? It really doesn't break down. But in the real world, we all know that the air in your truck system is anything but clean. It has moisture, dirt, and other contaminants that come from the compressor and from the outside atmosphere. As well, road vibration plays a role in the desiccant breaking down. Did you also know that your compressor could be passing as much as one liter of oil into the air system per year? Now, I want to tell you a story that illustrates the importance of buying a high-quality product when you're considering buying either a remanufactured or aftermarket air dryer cartridge. So it was the late 90s, and I had just started in the industry. I started in 1998, fresh out of school. And from that point in 1998 into the early 2000s, I worked for a company that remanufactured air system components. We did air valves, we did air dryers, spring brakes, compressors, fan clutches, the whole works. 
And for a long time, when we were remanufacturing 82, 4, and 9 air dryers, as well as the CR Turbo 2000, we were purchasing our desiccant from an OEM supplier. This ensured that the product that we were remanufacturing met OEM specifications, but it was expensive. And after some time, it was difficult for us to remain competitive in the marketplace. Now, our company had just been sold and a new owner had come in. And this new owner mandated that we try to recycle the used contaminated desiccant ourselves instead of sending it out, having it recycled by an OEM and then returned to us at a higher price. Now, what we did is we made a large drum and we connected it to a chain and an electric motor. The drum would be filled with oily, dirty, contaminated desiccant. We would then put it into an oven and we cooked the desiccant to try to remove all the oil and the contaminants. And that electric motor and chain, it turned the drum so that the desiccant would be completely cooked. It wouldn't just cook on the bottom and not on the top. Now, keep in mind, we didn't know what we were doing and we were kind of doing a trial and error at this point. When we were done, visually, the desiccant didn't look quite right. Although it was cleaned from the oil and the contaminants, it had this yellow tinge to it. Now, at the time, I was the shop foreman and I wasn't part of management. So I wasn't in a position to really make these kinds of decisions. I was just being told you need to do this and you need to get the people in the manufacturing division to build this, you know, this oven, build this drum and try to make it work. Now, I did hear management talk about sending the desiccant off to be tested, but I can't confirm that it actually was tested or what the results of those tests were. One thing I do know, though, is because I handled warranties as a shop foreman, we did start to get some warranty claims after we started recycling the desiccant ourselves. And basically what was happening is the desiccant was being crushed and turned into a powder. And that powder would contaminate the entire air system. Later on, we came to understand that the process that we were using was further reducing the life of the desiccant. So the desiccant had already been in the cartridge. It had been used and contaminated. Then we were putting it in this oven and cooking it, and we were actually shortening its life. And what was happening is when these remanufactured cartridges with this recycled desiccant was put into a truck, the combination of vibration and heat was causing the desiccant to basically break down and turn into powder. And that was causing all kinds of problems. As you can imagine, that powder was being spread throughout the system. It also wasn't removing the water and moisture as efficiently. And so you would get this mixture of this powder desiccant with moisture turning into like a sludge that just gummed everything up. Now, I tell you this story because I want you to really think about And understand that although the air dryer itself is a pretty simple piece of technology, it's part of a larger system and it is extremely important to the efficiency and the effectiveness of your air system and keeping that truck that you're trying to make money with working every day. And I want you to think really carefully about what replacement parts you're buying. Who are you buying it from? What kind of quality standards do they have? What parts are they using? You know, who rebuilt it? Who manufactured it if it's an aftermarket replacement? You know, what kind of desiccant are they using? Is it up to the OEM specs? Even the replacement parts when you're rebuilding an air dryer, something as simple as buying a cheap O-ring that's the wrong durometer 
that doesn't stand up to the heat and the cold and the contaminants could fail and have you broken down on the side of the truck. In the worst case scenario, the desiccant could be completely crushed and could contaminate your entire air system and you can imagine the cost of trying to fix that. That unscheduled downtime would be a killer to your profitability. Now, you've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been talking about air dryers, air dryer replacement cartridges, and how to identify the right cartridge for your truck. And this brings me to my second main point, and and that is, is that as trucks have advanced in technology, the air systems and the needs have changed. About 20 years ago, a new breed of air dryer was introduced into the marketplace. It looked very different than the 89 that we had all come become accustomed to, and it was called an 80IP. Now, it was large. It had a large spin-on cartridge, and it was really something that was quite a piece of new technology at the time. Being able to just spin that big cartridge off and spin on a new one was awesome. In time, the OEM manufacturers, they came out with the ADIS. Bendix came out with their ADIS, which was a smaller version of the ADIP. It had the same spin-on cartridge technology, but it was much more compact and smaller. And it looked more like the oil filter that you would put on your car or truck. Now, these spin-on cartridges, they were much easier to change and they made maintenance a lot quicker. Also, the smaller cartridges were made standard across the board. And so that that thread on the bottom of that spin-on cartridge was the same regardless of who manufactured it. And it really standardized the entire thing for all air dryers in the marketplace that used that style. Now, this allowed the aftermarket to expand really quickly once that standardization was achieved. And we started seeing a lot more options out into the marketplace. The downside, though, was that the range of quality expanded as well. On the one end, you had OEM quality that was very high. And on the other hand, you could have a remanufacturer or a aftermarket manufacturer producing who knows what at who knows what quality level. We just know that it was low. Now, as technology and trucks continued to advance, roughly around the 2010s, a different kind of air dryer and replacement cartridge was required because there was some real problems with the new technology. What they did is they actually made what's called an oil coalescing cartridge that is the same size, roughly, and has the same threads as the standard spin-on. And so that standardization remained constant, even though this new technology was being introduced. Now, depending on how you look at it, you could be happy with that, or you could see the immediate problem. How do you know if you have a standard cartridge spin-on or a oil coalescing cartridge that spins on? One thing that the manufacturers have done, like Bendix, for example, puts a medallion on their oil coalescing, what they call a pure guard cartridge. The only problem is when the truck is painted, sometimes that medallion is covered up and it's hard to see, especially once the truck has been in service and it's also filled with mud and dirt and, and road debris. Remember that I said that your compressor could be passing as much as one liter of oil into your air system per year? Really, this is why the new technology was required. See, as the technology expanded, there was more and more sensors being put on the truck. So you had EGR valves and other sensors related to environmental controls, and you had turbos and just a lot of technology change. And so the old air system was you know, pretty mechanical and pretty bulletproof. But with the new technology, that little bit of oil that was passing through 
even if it got through the air dryer cartridge, the standard ones, and got into the air system, when it was the old mechanical systems, it wasn't such a big deal. But now you got all these sensors and that oil was gumming the sensors up and causing a lot of problems. And so that's why they needed to change. And that's why the introduction of oil coalescing cartridges. So for you, when you're making a decision, you really got to know what you are needing to buy so that you're replacing it with something that will actually work and not cause you problems downstream. So roughly in the early 2010s is when this oil coalescing cartridge became more and more prevalent. And now in 2019, pretty much every truck has an oil coalescing air dryer and, re and requires oil coalescing replacement cartridges. If you have a truck between 2010 and 2018, you might need one, you might not. And so it's important that you check with your OEM specifications to see what your truck requires. Because if you do put a standard in place of an oil coalescing, that oil is going to get through and it's going to cause you a lot of problems. Here are three rules when choosing a replacement cartridge for your air dryer on your truck. Rule number one, if you have a truck that is older than 2010, you should buy the highest quality replacement air cartridge, air dryer or cartridge that you can find. Bendix has a brand, it's called the GC brand, and it is specifically for older trucks that people and people that run older trucks that want high quality. The second rule is that if the truck was built with an oil coalescing dryer, you should only use an oil coalescing replacement cartridge. You will not save money by buying the cheaper standard cartridge, even though it'll screw right on and for a while it'll work. But you won't save money because the oil that that standard cartridge will let through is going to contaminate sensors and you're going to end up with a large repair bill and possibly unscheduled downtime that will far exceed the cost of an oil coalescing cartridge. The way those cartridges work, by the way, is they actually remove the oil before the air gets to the desiccant. And so they have a, a chamber that separates that and that protects your air system and all those sensors. The third rule is, is that if you've been having failures, then if you've got an older truck that's running a standard air dryer cartridge, you can upgrade to an oil coalescing cartridge without any trouble. That cartridge will spin right on. Like I said, it's standard. So it'll spin right on and it'll remove oil. And that's just going to help you because even if you have a standard air system with less technology, oil and contaminants have always been the enemy of the air system. And so using a higher quality, higher grade cartridge with better technology is only going to help you solve a lot of problems. Over the years, we've seen fleets having problems, upgrading, and those problems disappear. So the key takeaway from today's episode is that you need to understand, first of all, what your OEM recommends. And if you are buying a rebuild or aftermarket replacement part, just make sure that one, it meets the OEM specifications, and two, it's of high, high enough quality that it's going to help lower your cost per mile. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and I sell solutions that lower costs per mile and increase profits for fleets and repair shops, people that are repairing other people's vehicles. If you'd like to schedule a 50-minute call with me and talk about your specific situation, you can go to heavydutypartsreport.com. And in the show notes of this episode, there is a link at the bottom where you can click on it and you can book a 15-minute call with me. Remember to focus on cost per mile over purchase price and keep those trucks and trailers rolling.
HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment. 